0: Welcome to Dear Couch with Jen Benson. With her experience as an author, exercise motivation expert, fitness trainer, and health coach, she can help you get started, stay motivated, and have fun with your exercise. To submit questions for an upcoming show, go to jenbenson.com. Now, here is Jen Benson. Hello, hello, it's Jen again, and welcome back to the Dear Couch podcast. Today, uh, from the request of my dear friend Betsy, we are going to chat, we as in me, about nutrition. This is something that gets us all, and because of really what marketing and um, marketing has done out there is put labels on everything. So we're so darn confused. Keto, keto vegan, paleo, South Beach diet, Atkins this, intermittent fasting, carb cycling, carb loading, uh, juicing, uh, starving, uh, flexitarianism, vegetarianism, carnivorism, everyism there is under the sun. We just don't know what to do with all of it anymore. Um, Well, that's not true. We think we don't know because they're muddying the waters and everything is seeming so confusing. But all you have to remember is to keep it simple. You know what you should be putting in your body. And I think we look to these sources as, oh, I should be doing this or, oh, look at her. She's all greased up looking fabulous and she's paleo. I'm going to Jump on that train and do that diet, and oh, this is better for you because, 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 because you know the answers already. You know how to eat clean, whole foods. You know what they are. You know that an apple is better than an Oreo. You don't need to read a book to understand that. I think you're just, well, most of us don't give ourselves credit for knowing what we do know. And if you go back to the basics and keep it simple, that will help you out. So let's talk about a couple of things in the realm of keeping it simple that you can start with today because I always love to give some kind of action item where when you're done listening to this, you actually have something that you can apply to real life. So the first thing I would say, which is what helped me in the beginning when I was you know, kind of on my health journey, saying, what can I do? What's step one? And the first thing was to add water to my diet so in the morning before my coffee you're always either filling if you, if you drink coffee um, you're filling your coffee maker your carig whatever you're at the sink adding water to put in your coffee and so what I would do was just while I was adding water and waiting for my coffee to brew I would drink, A mug full of warm water. And if you have a lemon, a fresh lemon to add to that, it's super yummy and it revs up your metabolism. But if you don't, no worries. Just start with simple, basic, filtered, marvelous water that we are blessed with on this earth. So start there. If you don't make coffee, just wake up and drink a glass of water. If you already do that, add water to your day somehow. If you drink a glass before lunch, or before dinner, or before bed, whatever, just add another glass of water. Water is A, awesome for weight loss. B, keeps your normal metabolic function in check. And this is without losing any water. So this is without sweating um, or excreting any kind of water out of your system. Just basic, add some water. The second thing I would say is to focus on addition first. So just like adding water, if we focus on deprivation, like, oh, I can't have carbs and I can't have sugar and I can't have white flour and I can't, I can't, I can't. It's defeating before you even start. So add something, add a vegetable, add a fruit, very simple, very basic. You know, you're probably not, well, I shouldn't assume that, but you're, Most of us are not getting the um, daily recommendations for fruits and veggies uh, and fiber and whole grains on any given day. So pick one of those that you know makes you feel good. Maybe you love strawberries. Pick an organic strawberry if you can. Go organic. But again, if you can't, it's okay. Just start by adding fruit to your diet and that will get you in the habit of eating or adding something healthier to your daily intake. The third thing I would say is if you cannot pronounce what is in your food, maybe it's just not worth having. And again, it's not, I wouldn't look at it as deprivation. I would look at this more as awareness. Do you know what you're eating? And sometimes we just pick stuff up and it's our favorite and we eat it, but just turn it around if it has a label on it and See if you can you can understand what the ingredients are. And if there are things you cannot pronounce and it's not in parentheses like, oh, this is vitamin B6, um, you probably could do without it. So just a piece of advice there on the pronunciation of what is in our food. <clears throat> I heard a quote once and I don't remember who I heard it from, but it was, if it grows in a, on a plant eat it. If it's made in a plant, leave it alone. So I don't know, food for thought. (laughs) And the the next thing I would say is to just be mindful of everything. So before you put anything in your mouth, what what helps is to just say to yourself, why do I want this? Is it habit? Am I actually hungry? Is it filling a void in some way? I know for me, wine is one of those things that kind of you know, for a while there. I was it wasn't just, oh, I want a glass of wine with dinner to feel healthy. It was I want it to unwind. So you find other things that help you unwind. Kombucha tea is is mine now that I love. But uh if you really ask yourself those hard questions and sit back and be candid and honest with yourself, there'll be some answers that are a little eye-opening. So those are the questions I would suggest. Why do I want this? Is it habit? Am I actually hungry or is this filling a void for me? Just start there. So, you know, and you can ask just one, it doesn't have to be all of them. And the last and final thing that I'm going to throw at you today is to keep it fun. Let's explore and try new things. Let's get excited. I mean, if you're trying gluten-free, okay. Some of it tastes like cardboard and dirt. I'm not going to lie. I've done this for my child who's not supposed to have gluten and even for myself. So I love to go to the grocery store with him and try... I bought these gluten free cookies for him and he is a lover of chocolate chip cookies and thinks just because they're organic that he can have a million and they're healthy but no they're still sugar well we were on the search for these gluten free chocolate chip cookies and we found a box and tried them and he um his face was just epic and his comment was this tastes like cake dried up Dirt. (laughs) It was hilarious. I I mean to me, instead of getting upset over that and oh my gosh, these everything gluten-free is the worst. No, you keep trying. We found cookies that he can't believe are gluten-free and taste, he said, he thinks better than Oreo's. But if we didn't keep trying, keep searching for that, we kind of made a game out of it. Like, how bad is this gonna be? Or maybe we'll be surprised. And if you allow yourself to really explore and have fun and get excited about trying new things, you won't look at it as this daunting task of, oh, gosh, nutrition, it's awful. Things that are healthy taste awful. Little things, little things. So keep it simple. Focus on addition first. Add your water anytime you can get it in there. Try to just be mindful of what is in your packages and if you can pronounce what's actually in there. Ask yourself those questions. Why do I want this? Is it habit? Am I actually hungry? Or am I filling a void? And then keep it fun because that is going to keep you engaged in the whole entire journey. So I love you. Thank you for listening. I will try to um, include things that you're looking for and that you want. Leave me an email. Jen at jenbenson.com. Two N's, J E N N, at jenbenson.com. Until next time, see you later. To read Jen Benson's book, Dear Couch, We're Through, or explore other helpful resources, make sure to check out jenbenson.com.